This is Wade Charles, and you're listening to Everyday Leaders Podcast with Melanie Egg. This is Everyday Leaders. I'm your host, Melanie Ake. Everyday Leaders is an inspirational show to help you develop strategies to overcome everyday obstacles in your life. Today's guest will share the disciplines that she's practicing every day that is allowing her to achieve a life of success. Today's Everyday Leader is determined to win in life, regardless of the obstacles her mindset is what's determining her success. As an accomplished author, speaker, journalist, business owner, and triathlete, she's also lived her life with cerebral palsy. She wants us to understand how important it is to surround ourselves with others that can help us achieve success. These leadership lessons are ones that you too can apply every day to live your life with success. Wen Charles, host of Ask Wen Podcast, is my guest today. Everyday Leaders 50 and 50, show four of 2019, starts now. Welcome to the program, Wen Charles. Thank you for having me on, Melanie. And by the way, you guys, you guys need to go listen to Melanie on my podcast, yeah, we had fun a couple of weeks ago, didn't we? On yes, Ask When, you are the creator and host of Ask When, which I absolutely love. And your name is Win. Your parents really knew that you were going to be a winner. They- well, I think that my mom, my mom named me after her mom. And yeah, so I was given my name essentially by my paternal grandmother. That's so wonderful. You know, keeping it real, keeping it in the family and knowing that, you know, sometimes our names, right, they're picked out by our families or they're picked out by our parents and we really don't have anything to do with it, right? We grow up and that's what we know. But thinking about mindset, and I know we've talked about this a lot just offline, but the mindset and the determination that you have comes from within, and having a name like Wynn has helped you defy the odds in so many things. And so my listeners that haven't connected to you yet, I am so honored for you to be on this program because you have defied so many odds. You are in journalism school. You're an author several times over. You are a competitor, an Ironman triathlon competitor. You have a jewelry company. You're a motivational speaker. And you raise awareness for so many people, veterans and others living with cerebral palsy. So I just, I love you. I love that we're connected. And I thank you for giving us time today. Well, you are so welcome. And man, you, you read in my bio. I'm like, who is this person? (laughs) No, only kidding. It is me. And Melanie, you said it right I am a Ironman competitor, and fortunately, with that, we did not win the dang thing because the bike and the wind and the hills of Hobby Kona took us down. And for those of you who are triathletes who are listening to this, know exactly 
what I'm talking about. For those of you that don't and just thought I spoke a foreign language, <laughs> which I probably did to most of you, a triathlon is a swim, swim, bike, and run. So the reason why the Kona Ironman is so tough is because it is Olympic distance triathlon, but the reason why it's the toughest triathlon in the world is because of where it's placed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how did you prepare for that, when? Well, I, ha- I had a teammate who happened to be a family member who, and this was after my biological mom died, I don't know whether I was in a state of grief when I agreed to it <laughs> or not. I think I was because um, my cousin, who was a Kona Ironman competitor before she got into it with me, she said, I have a surprise for you. She did it to me about three times. I have a surprise for you. I have a surprise for you. And then each time she would say, I have a surprise for you, I would grip the phone even tighter and tighter. <laughs> um, and then I, when she finally said it, I said, you're nuts. You're nuts. I remember those. Well, my exact words sitting in my office, you're nuts. One, she did not tell my dad before she told me. She told me before she told my dad Mm -hmm. and I'm like you're nuts (laughs) and I'm not in a physical shape to do a going on man I have to say I'm a father you're nuts and she goes okay well if you want to do this we can do this but yeah it took us about a good year to do um to get to the going on man all of October of 2011, I think I know we trained and he was in the Bahamas training. I was here, here being Aspen, Colorado training. And I, when I got to the end of the Kona Ironman and we did not win the dang thing, she just, Triathletes, and I'll put it this way, triathletes, able-bodied triathletes are so self-centered, it's not even funny. So when we did not win the dang thing, <laughs> she thought, oh, dang, come on, man. And I'm like, well, the way you set me up on a bike, we're not. <laughs> and, oh, she was talking about, and we'll get to microwave bike in a minute, but talking about a bike, she was pulling my body weight. Wow. And so you can't do anything on a wobbly triathlon mm-hmm. bike pulling someone. Mm-hmm. And she, she got angry at the end of it and because we were telling my fan base what exactly happened she goes oh no you didn't tell when <laughs> i'm like yeah to my aid to my travel buddy 
who was with me and she just <laughs> took it out on my aid and it's like okay i'm done no more triathlon <laughs> and yet she wants um me to go back and do it and a month was it two months later she calls me again on my cell and says do you want to do another Kona Ironman triathlon or something similar to Kona and I said no I'm traveling because <laughs> at that time I was and she goes who are you traveling with where are you going I said I'm going up to the University of Virginia to speak to a class full of kids that want to know uh, um, about special needs. Mm -hmm. And she goes, who are you going with? I said, my aide. And she goes, you can, you can either be a motivational speaker or have a job at country. And I'm like, I see where your head's at. I see where your head's at. She needed you. Like, she, yeah, yeah, she needed me. I I almost said to her, you want to drag someone along for a I see where your head's at. And so I said, I'm done. And my um, travel buddy, who still travels with me, said, said the exact same thing. I'm done after she got yelled, yelled at in Kona, Hawaii. And, and uh, it was, like, not fun. Not fun after the eight hours. Uh, so that's why today I'm not sitting here talking to you guys as a Kona Ironman winner because it's we not didn't do so well on Mike. Well, but, you know, when you think about the time, you, you kind of led into this, but, you know, with your mother passing and you think about not ever doing something before, right, having the opportunity to do something completely different outside of your comfort zone and, and to learn about how to turn maybe pain into something really great to focus on that, right? And do you think that had an influence in saying, I, I want to go conquer this? Probably. Yeah. Probably because um, my mom actually battled a soul-leaking brain aneurysm for a good month. And she was a fighter. She fought that one until viral meningitis took her down. Thank you very much. Hockey players that came in with viral meningitis mm -hmm. and affected 11 families on the one. Wow. And still to this day, the hospital, eight years later, hasn't done anything, hasn't done iota to say, we're sorry, iota to say, here, money. And um, they left my dad with a $1,000 medical bill, which he was able to pay, thank God. And it's like, really, you guys? You leave, you bring in the patients to ICU, you have a woman recovering from a brain aneurysm. You don't tell the rest of the patients or the um, families that the patients that you just brought in have meningitis. And so that's why the day I decided 
the day that it was August 11th, 2010, I said, F-U-C-K, I'm going back to journalism school because <laughs> there, not only to make my heart happy, but there is more to this picture. So maybe if I walk in there with my journalist hat on, they will tell me what happened. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I just kudos to you. All the things that you've been through in your life, and you continue to just say, it's not going to matter. I'm going to go conquer it. Right, whether it's this Iron Man, whether you do the Iron Man again, or you decide, you know, really focusing on your journalism degree, you're going to have this degree in December of 2019. Yeah. And so, what you're doing today is you have this podcast of Ask When, which I absolutely love the format of. It's so easy. You have an assistant that helps you, and I want you to talk about, you know, being, um, you know, a person that's that is living with cerebral palsy. You know, we talk about so many things in leadership of, you mentioned it in the triathlon, triathletes may be, be very focused on themselves, right? But, but understanding your journey has been about relying on aids and helpers and people to help you be successful and win, like your name says, right? You've almost been designed in your life to be able to have success, yeah. Yes, I have. Because I, from day one, I had a winning mindset, no pun intended, put into me and instilled in me. And so I have been designed humanly mm-hmm. to succeed. Mm-hmm. And because I was diagnosed with CP in 87, I didn't realize until I was in seventh grade, believe it or not, and this will scare most people, but because my mom, and God knows I loved her, but she pushed things under the rug so much that I was about to trip over the rug of CP, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And I didn't find out until I got a most recent psychology test for my trust fund. I'm also a trust fund baby. I found that that out when I was 17, and I made a commitment to myself that I was going to work with that trust fund. Mm-hmm. Now, work, have a day job, and not be bonbons and writing books on beat all day. <laughs> yes, and I said writing instead of being books. Yes, I am a public author, and we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> but I found this out through a psychology test because I read the whole psychology test, what the psychologist had said, and um, she goes, when your mass is not very strong, you need to have someone manage the trust fund. I'm like, I walked in there and told you that, I don't need to know that from a piece of data. <laughs> but one of the dang, one of the things she did say, and it was wearing me at the face, was this woman has ataxia, spastic, cerebral palsy. And I did not know that. I knew that um, I had cerebral palsy, and um, the way my mom 
presented to me wasn't so good. Mm -hmm. I mean, I went to a private school growing up, and I now have a job at that private school. And I drove to the bottom of that exact driveway where my mom looked at me this morning on a Friday morning until Friday as we were calling you guys. So, and her exact words came back to me. She looked at me with straight as I am. And she goes, I have something to tell you. And I'm like, oh boy, here we go. And she goes, you have CP. Now you go have a nice day. Mm. And that's the way my mom presented it to me. Wow. So you think she was scared? Do you think your mom was scared of of maybe not understanding, you know, what what that meant and what that was going to bring to you and for you? And and, um, what do you think about that? No. No. She she was always brutally honest. Mm -hmm. No. Mm -hmm. So when you received that news, what, what did that feel like at that moment? When I received that news yeah. that I now had the diagnosis of CP and my mom didn't tell me a little like she was supposed to, like when I was in third grade, not seventh grade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, did you? How did you feel? I though thought, did you? Were you kind of like relieved of a confirmation, or were you afraid? What What did you know? Because some of us that have. And I'm just trying to kind of relate this to people that have other things that are going because, on. That, yeah. Because she, um, because the way I was more relieved being on a psychology document mm-hmm. than I was, um, than I was when she told me back in seventh grade, mm-hmm. because back in seventh grade, you're going through puberty as a woman. And so you're starting all those hormones and mm-hmm. they um your body's changing anyway so i'm like oh great here's another <laughs> body change that i have to worry about and so i i was more relieved when i read it on the psychology documentation at the age of 31 now i don't have to advocate for so many people with cp i get to navigate my own tribe, so to speak, the ataxia spastic tribe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so my niche has, since I got the diagnosis, I um, my niche has even gotten smaller, even though I say I have cerebral palsy and sometimes go into it on Aslan. Others, I do not, but one thing I do let my fan base do is Google cerebral palsy. I say that will send you down and bad with all that you don't even want to send them. Mm-hmm. But you know what? But part of this is having clarity in your own life, right? So you can have your own voice, and and so that's really important because if you understand what your design is, what your life is about, what your purpose is, right? You can communicate your gifts to the world through that. And so I think that's what you've been able to do maybe even faster than other people in the world that try to say, well, I've looked for my purpose. I'm looking for this billboard. I'm looking for this sign, 
right? And some people never find it. And some people say, I have this empty space because I'm not, I don't know what my purpose is to help others. And, yeah, no. And so you, you're such a gift to the world because of the things that you have just said. I'm challenged by this. I want to go do this. I want to, I want to win, right? I want to help. I want to win. And that has come with significant, you know, things that you've decided to do. So I want to understand when you said, I'm going to go be a journalist. I want to finish my journalism degree because now you have a purpose for that, right? Whether it's revenge or or showing, you know, like I want to be capable of saying that I'm this journalist. So tell me what that's like and what you had to trade off when you made that decision to go back to, to go back to go to school. Well, I had to trade off book writing thank you very much (laughs) my books got shelved due to the homework and I thought I could do both but I learned the hard way that no homework takes by undies and even if you use speech dictation like I do to do my homework it's like no by the end of the day you're so exhausted from doing the paper and the paper is not even done yet that you have to go back with your help thank you very much i have a tutor and so with your help and get this paper done and it's with the creative juices out of you in journalism school and so you know i love that you keep touching on this but it is about surrounding yourself with people that can help you in your success, right? Because so many of us in life, whether we have, uh, you know, whether we have everything in the world going for us, that we've had privileged societies, we've had, you know, no health issues, or whether we have any kind of a diagnosis, right? It's about making sure that you have people that surround you that can help you achieve your goal. And so, um, part of you know what you've just talk, talked about is in school, in life, in writing your books, in traveling, and becoming this athlete, right? All of this requires assistance, and so no one is, um, you know, outside of that. No one is outside of that because you can't do it by yourself ever, ever. No, you can't. And that's what I want to teach people, not only about CP, but it's okay to ask for help. Sure is. It sure is. So when you stretch yourself and you say, you know, you know what your capacity is, you have written, what did you say, 10 books now? You have your 10th book coming out or your 11th book? Yeah, 10th book. Okay. So when you started to write your first book, Tell me about that experience. And I know we talked about this on, on when you interviewed me, but because I was like, oh my gosh, how many books do you have? But when you started, because a lot of people say, I would love to tell my story. I would love to write a book, but they haven't. Right. And so. Yeah. Well, my latest book teaches that. It's awesome. How to write a book using silly and dragon naturally speaking and speech dictation. Mm-hmm. 
And you're going to teach so many people. You are inspiring so many people when with just the skill set, right? God has given you this opportunity to say nothing is impossible. And so being a, being a writer, being, you know, designing your jewelry, uh, all the things that you're teaching that you go out and raise awareness to people all over the world. And, and so it's really just wonderful to have you talk about, you know, all these things that you're doing. Tell me, you know, as far as character, when we talk about a person's character, and I'm sure that you've, you've run across all kinds of people, <laughs> right? Yeah. And character really defines people's growth and, and that's instilled in them. But tell me what your perception of just character, what does that word mean to you? Well, I hate when people have kiddie parties and people know this about me, that I'm not the perfect human, but I certainly don't have a pity party about it. And I tell my fans, if you want to have a pity party, don't come to me about it. <laughs> I got a bigger fish to fry. I hate pity parties. I hate the complainers in the life. Mm-hmm. It's so true. And 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 so how do you how do you get through things if you don't feel good, right? If you wake up and you're like, I'm just having a really bad day. How do you not have a pity party? I just let CP do its thing. Literally, I CP can change on a day to day basis mm-hmm. as people with. CP will tell you, and I just let CP go um, do its thing. Like, to give you an example, yesterday I said I was almost killed myself because I was out in the cold. I am in the second adaptive snowboard alone wide, and my snowboard <laughs> decided to fall apart in the middle of the parking lot yesterday, and I'm like... Great, and I wasn't even on the dang thing, <laughs> and so I'm like, great. This dinosaur decides to um, fall apart, and I'm like, well, I just let CP do its thing, and I get women issues just like the rest of. If I know men, that's too much information for you, but I get women issues just like the rest of them, and so. I just let CP do its thing, and CP doesn't dance, and then goes back to normal. <laughs> well, you know, you better be careful <laughs> because you know it is kind of cold out there in Aspen, uh, Colorado. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, be careful. But you always have people around you, right? You've always got people that are close by, so that you, you know if yeah. you get into trouble, that they can kind of help you. Um, take care of that so we won't yeah. worry so much about you because you're a, you're feisty <laughs> I can't wait to well, meet you in I'm person a someday a, <laughs> I'm a bull in a china shop I will um, talk back to my Periscope fans on Twitter I will, I'm a bull in a china shop I will say hey guys you need to knock it off that's why in a moment I'll, I know that internet trolling but I talk to my children just like normal people. Mm-hmm. They'll um, say, you look so beautiful on basketball, but I know it's a troll. And I will say, knock it off. Mm-hmm. 
We're not here for that. We're not here for that. What a great attitude. So I want to know, because uh, you've given us so much time today, but I want to understand when we talk about different laws of growth, and there's one that I absolutely love, but it's really, we talk about stretching ourselves and the rubber band. And and it kind of says, for people that haven't really understood this concept, you know, when you're a rubber band and you're, and you're in one specific position, and then you use it differently and it stretches, the rubber band can never go back to its original form. And so... As you're stretching yourself, as you're learning about yourself, you know, trying all these different things in life, meeting new people, going out and speaking, having these books, like what is next for Win Charles? Well, me, I'm going to become an official journalist, and then I'm going to make journalism my day job because right now, not only with the government shutdown, we also have teachers going on strike. Mm-hmm. They did it in L.A., they resolved it in L.A., and then they're doing it again in Denver. They're doing it in Denver because teachers get paid low. I have been a teacher now, and on the admin side, thank you very much, mm-hmm. of teaching, but I have been in that classroom and the classroom almost drove me crazy because I was teaching preschool kids. Well, you know how snotty they are. <laughs> so, um, me with a weekend immune system? Yeah. yeah. CP, CP at a field day was that one. I'm like, oh no. Oh no. So I bit the bullet on that one. And I uh, taught third grade um, taught third grade music last year um, and then I'm staying on the admin side where I can close the door and sue away your kids <laughs> and help the kids on a bigger purpose. There you go. That's awesome. Well, when, what, um, how can people contact you and, and how do we get to your books and, and tell me how people can connect to you. Just Google my name. Google your it's, name. Um, easy. And, well, my name is W-I-N. So just Google W-I-N Charles, C-H-A-R-L-S. And I'm on Twitter, Win Kelly Charles. And I am constantly on Twitter interacting with my fans. And not only do I have Ask Win, I have a diary of a fashionista, which is all about CP, my girlfriend, and I do it. And we have quite a fun time on that one, speaking about CP and the trials and tribulations of that. And then I have Welcome to Journalism, which is me speaking into my by myself. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so you can find that. You can find those three podcasts everywhere. I'm also doing a podcast starting in February called the Fashion School Daily Podcast Mm -hmm. because my journalism school, they listened to my podcast, (laughs) God knows how, and they said, all of a sudden, we want to do this podcasting thing as part of your internship. And I'm like, oh, boy. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. So now, as a WAI, I'll have a bigger platform because I'm awesome. like full of podcasts. Luckily, I have a team behind Ask Win. Luckily, I have. Uh, I don't have a team behind Welcome to Journalism because that's just me. But if I didn't have a team behind me, and I do have a team coming up behind me for Fashion School Daily. So if I didn't have all these teams behind me, I wouldn't be doing apps the work I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the message. You know, I think in, in closing here, you are just an amazing person. And I am so thankful that we connected. And I tell you, I'm so proud of what you're doing. I can't wait to meet you in person someday. I'm going to I'm gonna figure out how to do that. Uh, but, you know, you're such a true inspiration to the world, Win. And I know there's big things out there for you. Things are going to continue to happen. Well, thank you. And if people want to find my books, they're all on Amazon. Pick up a copy. Leave a nice re- well it doesn't have to be nice it just has to be a review of the book because um, any all my books are on audio tape you guys by Audible and I can teach you guys how to do that if there's any authors out there listening I try to help authors as much as I can not to say that I'm perfect but I try to help individuals as much as I can. So if you want to write the book in two, if you want to write your book and the book in 2019, now is the time to do it. Now is the time to do it. And you know what? My, my mentor, John Maxwell, says a leader is one that knows the way, goes the way, and shows the way. And you are that. You are the epitome of an everyday leader in your life. And I applaud you, and I thank you for coming on Everyday Leaders Program, and I wish you all the best when in 2019. Well, you are welcome, and I just hope that we share a little bit of inspiration with your fan base today. Absolutely. It's been wonderful. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.